Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me this Saturday morning. I appreciate you being here. Hopefully you've uh, survived the storms anyway and the rain. Oh, goodness. Anyway, before we go too much further here, uh, WKTY Outdoors is being brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And yeah, weren't those... uh, my goodness, I, went out to, I, I met some friends for uh, fish up in uh, up in Trempolo last night, and beautiful evening, absolutely gorgeous up there. Nice breeze, and only thing I think that would have made the the whole thing better is if if they'd have hit, you know if they had outdoor seating out there and um, could have sat outside and enjoyed the the beautiful weather. I mean, it was just a lovely evening, and then. You know, I drive home. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's pouring, and then all of a sudden, it's like tornado warnings. And my goodness, I hope everybody's okay. Doesn't it? It sounds like it was just one of those uh, radar indicated tornadoes, which is fine. I'm sure there were probably a few funnel clouds seen, but I haven't seen any reports or seen anything. Didn't see anything last night, or. Didn't see anything uh, this morning here as far as uh, damage or anything goes. So that's you know, knock on wood. That's a that's a good thing. That's uh, but my goodness, so I ended up going back to work for a while and dealing with all that. So yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting evening. Let's put it that nice uh, work, nice break, an enjoyable time, and then you know, back to work for a while. So. Uh, and unfortunately, I wish I had better news as far as the uh, fishing goes. And you know what? It was getting really good, too. Um, you know, a lot of the reports I saw earlier, and I'm sure it's probably still not too bad, um, you know, but goodness, the conditions here and uh, uh, the condition report here is being brought to you, by the way, by uh, Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma. And stop in if you're looking for tackle and of course uh, the live bait in uh, Roscoe's live bait of course you need that he will uh, Don and Don will get you all set up and ready to go if you're uh, headed out to the uh, out and around the Toma area plenty of opportunities and, and Don's going to be on the show I'm going to get him on the show a little bit later on here <clears throat> and talk to him a little bit about uh, uh, about the store of course uh, but also talk a little bit about some of the uh, some of the fishing opportunities around the the Toma area. Um, haven't done a whole lot of, uh, of fishing out in that neck of the woods, so I'm, I'm interested to learn a little bit more about some of the opportunities uh, uh, that folks have to uh, to go enjoy some fine. And I, I mean, everything I've heard is that the fishing is is very very good out there, and you've got tons of places. So let's we'll we'll 
we'll get the uh, we'll get the uh, info there from uh, from Don a little bit later on in the program here. So, uh, but yeah, Roscoe's live bait is bringing you the conditions report here and, and looking at the uh, uh, river stage anyway. What goes down must fortunately come back up. And we were middle of the week. We were sitting at about eleven feet. Now we're at thirteen uh, one. And it's gonna. It probably will crest sometime tomorrow, maybe late today or early tomorrow, uh, and then start its slow, gradual descent once again. Um, so hopefully we'll uh, we can get rid of some of this water here, but it's causing all sorts of problems, and certainly anybody who's been affected by it has got my. Uh, my sympathies and, but yeah, I, you know, roads are closed and, um, parks are closed, all sorts of just a big mess. And I was hoping, you know, hoping we, we, you know, hopefully here by the time we get to, to June, things will be on the, uh, on the drop anyway, and get out and enjoy a little, enjoy a little fishing anyway. Although, you know, I did see, I, you know, there were boats out earlier in the week. I saw a few, uh, a few out there. and um, But now, and, it, and it, you know, like I said, the conditions were doing, doing pretty well. Um, you know, water temperatures. Um, I'm trying to remember from last week here. I don't know if they've changed an awful lot. Maybe they've, just because the water's come up a little bit and it just, it's maybe dropped a degree or two. Um, but it's kind of all over the board here. Uh, but the upper fifties and low sixties are, are pretty much the, the norm in the region here. Uh, Trempolo reporting 57, La Crescent 58, uh, Genoa 60, uh, and down in Lynxville 61. So, um, I suspect, yeah, just because of some of that rainwater, it's cooled off, just, you know, drop the water temperature a degree or two, uh, in, uh, in those places, but, uh, um, nothing, nothing too major. Unfortunately, the flow is is obviously with the the jumping two feet. The flow is picked up again. Um, you know, we're in the one uh, forties uh, up in Alma, uh, Minnesota City one forty one, Winona one thirty six, Trempolo one forty five, one forty six in La Crescent, um, and then further south. Once you get a little further south, and Genoa, it's down to one thirty five, and and stuff but i'm sure that'll uh that'll pick up again but look like they're again look like we we're dropping down under a hundred thousand cubic feet and it was it was headed in the right direction now it's not so but yeah it's 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 definitely picked up again the current uh um so unfortunately the uh like i said the conditions are not uh not the greatest here this weekend for uh what traditionally, I guess, is for, and I don't have a boat, so uh, just forewarn you there, but I mean, traditionally, usually, is a pretty nice weekend, and it would be a beautiful, if the weather were, if the conditions were decent, boy, it would be a lovely weekend to be out on the water, but, and I'm sure there'll be some folks out there, and don't get me wrong, but, like I said, the conditions are not the, uh, not the greatest. But if you do get out there and do some fishing, let's uh, let's kind of shift gears here from uh, uh, the conditions report from 
Roscoe's live bait in Toma, and we'll shift over to the uh, the hot spot here uh, from the folks at Powerhouse Marine uh, here in town. And you know, like I was saying earlier, the bite has picked up. Uh, you know, the 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 water temperature is just really, I think, uh, played a big factor in kind of turning those fish on and um, getting them active. Um, but everything I'm seeing and hearing, anyway, is you know pretty decent. Um, you know, the, the, the panfish bite is, uh, is starting to pick up. Um, you know, the, the bluegills are doing well. Um, perch bite is not, uh, not too bad. Crappie bite. Haven't heard a whole lot about, um, but I, I can't imagine that they, it might need to be just maybe a little bit warmer for the water to, to kind of get them, get them going, but not a whole lot They're Um, I'm just wondering, uh, you know, this is going to kind of throw the spawn off just a little bit here, but um, but with these big fluctuations, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, But on the whole, you know, um, like I said, the fishing is uh, isn't doing bad. Um, If you're looking for uh, for bass, um, you know, you're you're working in the weeds. You're working in the uh, the flooded shoreline areas. You're just kind of drifting in there and, you know, working the cover. But, yeah, the, the largemouth bass bite is uh, is doing pretty well. Um, haven't heard much about, uh, haven't heard much about smallies, but I would imagine they're probably, you know, you work some of those uh, rocky areas in there um, and some wing dams, backsides of wing dams. Um I think you'll find you'll do all right as far as uh, as far as the uh, the smallie bite goes. So, like I said, got got bass covered. Um, walleye was doing pretty well. Uh, that they they may have changed a little bit, but you know, the thing of, actually, you know, if you think about it, you can probably do fairly well with the uh, with the walleye bite if you can find them. Um, in those those little seams, those little eddies uh, that are out of the current, because uh, you know there's only so many places that they can go, and you know you find them in there, you can probably do pretty well. So I would, you know, if you're out there, you're you're looking for like those little uh, slack water places. Those are the kind of places that uh, uh, that you want to check out. Maybe, like I said, backsides of wing dams. Um, bends, uh, any place where, where you're going to find that little current break, um, you'll find fish. I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't a few other, you know, I mean, a few other fish in there, you know, a few bass or maybe even some, uh, northerns, but certainly some, uh, some walleye and sauger in there as well. Um, and you know, you're not really, uh, you know, pretty simple, straightforward pattern anyway um just a, a three-way rig with a a minnow or you know you want to go artificial a hair jig maybe tipped with a little chunk of minnow or something like that um same thing for uh sauger as well um although you may need to just maybe upsize just a little bit um as far as uh your jigs go just simply because of the uh, the current conditions and, and everything, even in the slack water areas, it, it can be a little bit more of a challenge to get that lure 
to get that jig down in the to the right level. So just kind of keep that in mind as well. And then I did see a report here of uh, um, the catfish bite is starting to uh, to pick up. Flatheads um, are starting to uh, get in that pre-spawn mode, so they're starting to pick up as well. Um, and, you know, maybe a little small uh, bluegill or shiner or something like that. But in those uh, those deep channel areas, uh, they'll be stacking up in there. And so, if you want to do some decent fishing, you know, like I said, it's you know, you can find some of those backwater areas, some of that slack water. Um, I think you'll do all right as far as panfish goes, and um, the northern bite too uh, is what I'm I'm seeing is that uh, you know, there's a few being caught. Uh, in the like I said, in the backwater areas, they're not going to fight the current. They're looking for those uh, uh, bait fish that you know can't fight the current really in our uh, uh, in those calm water areas. So, you know, you want to fish, uh, uh, you know, nice little uh, minnow or something, good sized minnow, something like that, or a you know minnow imitator. You know, fish those weed lines, fish those uh, those flooded areas in there. Um, and it, it can be, and they can be shallow, uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to, to fish terribly deep there, but, uh, yeah, you get up in some of those, uh, uh, shallower areas, those weedy areas and, uh, use some weedless jigs, what have you, yeah, you probably drawing a, you know, probably, probably do a few bass, but I'm guessing you're probably going to maybe hit a few Northern as well. So that's, uh, that's all right. So, um, but yeah, as far as the uh, as far as the hotspot place goes, I, I'm definitely thinking if I'm going out this weekend, I'm fishing places that are have calm water, play you know little backwaters. Um, you know, I, all of a sudden I'm just getting a flash of like a Lawrence Lake kind of an area where there's you know you're adjacent to the the current the main channel and everything, but you've got a little uh, you know area in there. Um, you know, backwater areas, maybe down by uh, by Goose Island, back in there. Um, places, again, out of the current. Um, but yeah, just those little side channels and those uh, those backwater areas, those back little backwater bays where, you know, yeah, the water is high, but, uh, you know, the fish aren't going to be fighting the current for, uh, you know, just too much effort. And again, if you're looking for those uh, walleyes and sauger, yeah, look for those little slack water areas on the main channel there. Um, places where, places where there's, there's, you're right on the current, but not in it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, uh, check those, uh, check those places out. And by all means, uh, if you are going to be out this weekend in a boat, uh, definitely, definitely be safe. Again, that water is, uh, uh moving pretty well in the, uh, the main channel areas there. So. Uh, that is the the powerhouse marine hotspot report this morning here. Oh, the other option here. What am I thinking? Um, I'm totally spacing as well. Uh, I'm guessing um, I might be uh, I might be checking out some of the streams and whatnot up in uh, the Trempolo County area this weekend as well. Um, if you're looking to do a little trout fishing, you know, if you need to, if you want to get out today. That's where I would probably head is I would maybe be heading north because I don't think they got uh, really any, I don't think it rained up there. 
yesterday compared to the you know lacrosse and areas kind of to the southeast there uh, of us here um, but so you know the the, the streams and, and creeks and everything should be in in fairly decent shape I'm thinking by tomorrow maybe the uh, uh, the streams and everything depending on um, how much rain we got over how much rain those areas got if they were you know little heavy downpours and whatnot but I would think some of the streams down in uh, Vernon County might be getting better tomorrow. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, it, and, uh, you know, there's places up by Ettrick to, uh, to go trout fishing. Um, I, there's some, some nice right in Ettrick there. Uh, so that's another place that I, I think if I'm looking to do a little trout fishing, that's, uh, maybe the place I'm going to, uh, I'm going to head as well. So, uh, Keep that uh, keep that in mind as well. But yeah, um, you know, I'm looking at uh, the report here from the Driftless Angler, and yeah, it's it's you know, we're still kind of dealing with some of that stuff from uh, the other day here. But yeah, the, the, I think it'll it'll clear up hopefully by tomorrow, and get a chance to get out and do a little uh, do a little fishing, catch some beautiful trout. I'm going to talk a little trout fishing uh, later on as well in the program here. So. Um, but yeah, those are the uh, those are the places that uh, I would check out as far as the hot spots this weekend. And again, Powerhouse Marine bringing you the hot spot report here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It is uh, eight twenty six. We'll take a break and uh, see if we can get. Uh, it depends on how busy they are in the shop this morning here, and see if we can get uh, uh, Don from Roscoe's Live Bait on the phone and uh, chat with him real quick. And uh, be back in just a few moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. You've heard the stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking, can my old boat and motor get me there? Here's a solution for that. A new Bennington pontoon that's powered by a new Yamaha four-stroke outboard. Available at Powerhouse Marine. Not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot, but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing. Or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy, how about a new low fishing boat with a Yamaha outboard? A new low boat is great for not only fishing, but also pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hot spots, check the different Hummingbird Helix fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hot spot. Where are you going? I'm going to Roscoe's. I need new tackle, and he has the best live bait as well. Well, are you going to take me with you? I was hoping so. You know, I'm not a good listener, and Roscoe knows fish. He'll tell us what's biting on what. Aw, so you do listen to me once in a while. I told you, everybody goes to Roscoe's. You know that. The moral of the story is, well, wives are usually right. And Roscoe's live bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's is where everyone goes. Cole's, a proud partner of the Milwaukee Brewers, is treating families to a variety of fun activities at Miller Park all season long. Make your sign at one of Cole's sign stations at Miller Park and show your sign throughout the game for a chance to be on the scoreboard. Plus, each Sunday, a number of lucky fans will have their seats upgraded once inside the ballpark 
compliments of Kohl's. Make every Sunday a family fun day at Miller Park. When you're a fan, you're family. Kohl's. I know what I'm looking for in a coworker. You have to be good at people. Passionate. You have to be energized about facilitating success. Confident. There are bajillions of moving parts here. Yeah, there's a lot more to this job than what I originally expected, and I'm glad for that. We do it all. <laughs> Truly, like, yes, funny, but it's a real thing. Are you the type that can tackle multiple projects head-on without missing a beat? Bring your mastery of all things awesome to Midwest Family of Lacrosse. We are looking for another sales assistant. When I saw the job posting, I was excited, reached out, and since then, I haven't looked back. Email sales coordinator Corey Moran at sales at mwfbroadcasting.com and set up a confidential interview. You'll get full-time hours and full-time bennies, 401k, at a very competitive wage based on experience. You have so many resources and so many people to help you out, including us. Become one of our amazing sales assistants at Midwest Family of Lacrosse, an equal opportunity employer. Don't be afraid to reach out to Midwest Family. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millarn. Thank you for joining me this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I was hoping to get Don from uh, Roscoe's Live Bait on the phone here this morning, but, um, you know, it's uh, um, one of those days busy in the shop so uh hopefully here uh we'll be able to get don on the phone here uh shortly here before the uh got about half the uh half the show left to go here is what i was trying to say anyway but uh um so yeah we're gonna uh plan b <laughs> let's, let's put it let's put it that way let it plan b so we're still going to talk about fishing, but uh, just a, a few uh, a few different things here. Uh, and I had mentioned uh, trout fishing uh, earlier here, and uh, saw this uh, this week from the Wisconsin DNR. We'll just kind of do the news thing here uh, a little earlier than normal in the show. Uh, but uh, I saw this uh, this week anyway that the uh, uh, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources has got a uh, a draft plan that. Um, will provide direction for inland trout management in the state. Uh, it's now available for review and comment uh, on the Wisconsin DNR website. Um, and there's also some meetings coming up as well. I'll mention that in just a moment. But, yeah, it's an opportunity to uh, review and comment on the plan uh, that covers brook trout, brown trout, rainbow trout, and and lake trout in inland lakes, ponds, and streams in the state. Um, that includes tributaries, too, of the, the Great Lakes on the other side as well of the state. Um, and what, uh, what they're looking to do with that report anyway, it's called the draft inland trout management plan, 2020 to 2029. Uh, and it kind of sets the direction that the DNR fisheries program is going to go as far as uh, inland trout management for the next 10 years. And, uh, specifically according to this uh, information, 
It guides the allocation of resources, identifies constraints, and prioritizes management activities. Um, it Im- addresses many important fisheries management activities, such as monitoring and research, research, uh, habitat improvement, stocking, fishing regulations, land management, and uh, uh, land easement acquisition. So there are, uh, and, and you can go to the Wisconsin DNR website, and uh, it's just uh, dnr.wi.gov, and you can just Google up uh, Trout Plan, and that'll get you to the right place. But um, they are now uh, taking uh, comments on the plan uh, until uh, July 5th, and you can either go to the website here that I've talked about. There's a form there that you can leave your comments on, but there are some meetings uh, coming up here in the uh, in the area and uh, actually one is coming up let's see when is uh when is the 29th ah wednesday okay it's uh wednesday the 29th uh from 6 to 8 o'clock at the lacrosse dnr service center uh it's down in their basement conference room uh and that's at 3550 mormon cooley road uh so if you get a chance to uh i'm sure and i'm sure there'll be uh, quite a few people that'll stop in so uh if you get a chance to uh Take a look at that trout management plan and get some idea of uh, what you you like, don't like, what have you, and you can go to these meetings and leave your comments. But yeah, they'll and I'm sure they'll have you know displays and and be talking about the the specifics of uh, what they're trying to do here um, in different uh, uh, aspects of the program, like like I've mentioned. So they'll. They'll be talking about that a, a little bit as well. But, yeah, that's uh, the one. That's actually the, the closest one here. That's, uh, again, uh, in La Crosse on Wednesday starting at uh, at 6 o'clock. So if you uh, have the opportunity to do so, please uh, please stop on by and let them uh, let them know what you're thinking. Uh, the other thing, too, was talking about uh, boating uh, this weekend and getting out on the water and Usually it's a, a pretty busy weekend. Um, I don't know how busy it's going to be with the water conditions the way it is, but certainly if you're uh, you're going to be out, I know the uh, uh, sheriff's department boat patrol is is going to be out. Um, one of my coworkers up at the TV station is headed out with them today. So, but yeah, it'll. Uh, just safety is the the big thing to to keep in mind here, um, and certainly with the the water temperatures being uh, as they are, yeah, you know we're going to see, you know, eighty degrees later on today, um, but that doesn't mean that the water temperatures by any stretch are going to be uh, uh, that uh, that warm. Uh, no, right now uh, sixty or so is probably about the average. So. Just uh, be careful if you're you're headed, and, and certainly with this weekend too. With the like, again with all the the flooding and everything, you know, I, there's going to be junk in the water, trees, and and everything. Although you would think by now a lot of that stuff will have already washed away, but probably not. But just uh, just be careful if you're uh, you're headed out this week. I, I'm just I'm looking at an article here that I, I you know talking about safe boating here. Um, Wear your life jacket, no matter what the water temperature or season. But you know, this time of year, especially, um, 
you know, if you would happen to fall into that, uh, that cold water and certainly the further North you had, obviously, you know, our area here, it's about 60, but it's going to be a little cooler, uh, as you, uh, you head North, of course, but, um, article says, and, and, you know, I, I believe it. Um, you know, you fall in and in that cold water, um, it cause you get that gasp reflex and you can get incapacitated in less than a minute. Um, it just reduces your ability to physically function. Um, and with the, with a life jacket on, you know, you can keep your head above water and, and hopefully get the help that you need before, uh, before hypothermia sets in. You don't necessarily think about that when, um, you know, it's going to be 80 today. You know, yeah, the water temperature's 60. It's, you know, but yeah, it happens. Um, and I'm looking at, again at this article from the Minnesota DNR, you know, one third of boating fatalities occur on cold water and, um, most of them are guys, you know, so guys, you know, just don't be dumb. Put your life jacket on and make it, uh, make it a priority. You know, you can get those ones that are just hardly weigh anything and automatically inflate if you hit the water. And like I said, according to Minnesota here, looking at some, some statistics anyway, there's been a trend that men between the ages of 20 and 60 are most likely to drown while boating and are the least likely to be wearing a life jacket. So, and seeing as how I don't swim, <laughs> I'm going out, I'm wearing a life jacket. There's just no two bones about it. Um, and certainly this time of year, you know, you're headed out. It's the first time out. Just make sure you got the boat all squared away with, uh, you know, your emergency stuff, the fire extinguisher and, uh, the lights are working, your horn, all that stuff. You take the, uh, take the important safety stuff with you and make sure you put the drain plug in. That's, that's always, uh, it's a story of a, well, actually it's two stories cause it happened twice with my buddy Jeff, but. He and I are, we're, we're, his family, and we're doing a cruise here shortly. And I keep telling him, you know, go down the cruise ship. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to ask the captain, you got the drain plug in the cruise ship. Because that would be embarrassing because we're going out on the ocean. So, you know, it's, it's like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, but goodness. He's out turkey hunting, so he's probably not hearing me this morning. So it's <laughs> hopefully he uh, he just I haven't heard from him, so I don't know if he uh, has had any luck or not. But I was headed down by uh, the Westby area this morning to try his luck at some turkey hunting, but I don't know if he uh, is going to have any with the weather. I don't know. Might be interesting. I'll have to text him later and find out. But goodness. Anyhow, um, that's uh, a little fishing news. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a break here and see uh, if I can get Don back on the phone, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Roscoe's live bait and Toma. See if we can do that. Otherwise, uh, we'll cover some other topics here uh, as uh, WKTY Outdoors continues. 
in just a few moments on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It is 840. We got some sunshine, 66 degrees in La Crosse, headed for a high of 80 today. Wow. I love it. Back in just a moment. love working with your hands. Tinkering and making things work is just in your DNA. Ace of Lacrosse has a rare opportunity for a small engine mechanic. This full-time position is an 8 to 4 with benefits position and you'll work every other Saturday. Your salary depends on your experience, so you'll be paid what you're worth. If you want to take your innate skills and put them to good use, come and work with a team that prides itself on customer satisfaction and supports the community. Stop in and visit with Carrie at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. It's time for the Lacrosse Symphony Staycation Raffle. Win a new furnace or home gadgets from Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning. Carpet from Cooley Carpet. Gutters from Interstate Roofing. Countertops from Countertops by Design. Carpet from Pellinger Inc. Custom cabinets from Hagee Construction. Bathroom and kitchen fixtures from First Supply Gerhardt's Showroom. Or a gift card from Bernie Buckner Plumbing. The drawing is at the June 8th Symphony Concert. Get tickets from the Symphony Office or lsoraffle.com. At Brennan, you're not just an employee, but a member of the team. Brennan is looking for a janitorial crew member. Pay is between 16 and 18 per hour, depending on experience. And of course, you'll have all the benefits you would expect. Brennan is a family-owned company that constantly strives to be the best place to work. If you want a career where you'll work hard, have opportunities for advancement, and do things every day that others only dream about, then they want you. Apply today at jfbrennan.com. People make a little bit of money selling businesses Google AdWords or making a Facebook post or two. A reasonable gig. People have made a respectable living in the radio sales biz. That works too. But come upstairs to where the strategists live. Now, this takes some smarts. This takes some planning. But when you can sit down with a locally owned business in town, take the parts apart, look-see under the hood, and give them the right prescription for what they need... Well, you can live pretty large, but you can't come at this with any preconceived notions. No, see, what we do here is gather a war chest of tools, amazingly strong things that work online, on the radio, and most importantly, works to make a local business a superstar in town. If that kind of thing is in your blood, we'd love to talk to you. This is Midwest Family Lacrosse, and we think you should work with us. Email Teresa at T at mwfbroadcasting.com. We are an equal opportunity employer. Nobody beats our prices at Menards, so you can save big money on keeping your car or truck looking great. Rain-X Heavy-Duty Car Wash is the only car wash that can also be used as a spot treatment to remove tar, tree sap, bugs, and more. It releases the toughest dirt without heavy scrubbing, yet it won't damage finishes. A big 48-ounce bottle is only $6.99, good through June 2nd. Plus, a Menards gift card is perfect for Father's Day. Save big money at Menards. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to 
WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And that we'll try to get done on next week's show. Roscoe's Live Bait. Learn a little bit about uh, fishing in the Toma area. But in the meantime, let's uh, kind of shift gears and... Uh, are we on Plan C? I guess, no, I said we're still working on Plan B. I guess, so. <laughs> uh, anyhow, oh, I know what I was going to do. Um, before uh, um, we get too busy here, a uh, quick check of the sports calendar for today. Uh, we've got uh, Brewer Baseball coming your way at uh, 2.35 here on WKTY. Um, that's uh, going to be taking, uh, the, the Brewers are uh, playing the Phillies. Um Middle of their uh, series here. Uh, again, that's at 2.35. And then we got Bucks basketball starting at 7 o'clock tonight uh, as uh, hopefully they will tie things up and uh, make it 3-3. Um, that, would be, uh, that would be a good thing. Bucks headed off to uh, Toronto. Again, hopefully to uh, tie things up. Oh, man. It just How do you go up 2 nothing and then... You're down 3-2. Mm, that's rough. Uh, Brewers and Phillies in action on Sunday as well, starting at 1235 on WKTY. And then uh, on our sister station, starting at 10 a.m., we have got uh, the granddaddy of them all, the Indy 500. That'll be uh, a great race to listen to as well. So. Uh, but again, that's uh, on our sister station, WIZM, 1410 AM as well. So that's coming up this weekend. Good stuff for you there. Fishing uh, news, uh, back to uh, back to news here anyway. Cade uh, Laufenberg won uh, the TH uh, Marine FLW uh, BFL Great Lakes Division opener on the Mississippi River uh, last weekend. Uh, he... Managed to catch a, a five-bass limit weighing 16 pounds, 7 ounces. Uh, $4,300 paycheck. So, not bad at all. And uh, caught most of them in, uh, in Pool 9, the north end of Pool 9. And uh, then he, uh, he moved a, a couple places and found some nice... Uh, some nice bass. Found his heaviest one of the day on a, just on a, he was just fishing a jig here. Let's see what's, uh, uh, he was uh, uh, using a green pumpkin and purple colored Z-Man big TRD on his uh, Ned rig and a 3 8 ounce uh, Alabama craw colored Matt Heron dirty jigs flipping jig uh, with a, a green pumpkin uh, big bite baits college craw trailer. Like you said, he caught that, uh, he caught his biggest one anyway up, uh, up on pool eight. Um, and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> he needed every ounce, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, he uh, he took first place. Like I said, he had a five-fish limit of 16.7. And uh, second place, uh, Mike Gable from St. Charles, Illinois, five bass, 16.6. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, a good, tight race. So, And then uh, third place was Brad Wessling from uh, Elkhorn. From, he had 15.13. Um, and some decent totals there, you know, uh, third through, uh, third through eighth all had, uh, 15 plus pounds. So, you know, that's, uh, an average of 
three pounds of fish, so that's uh, that's not too shabby at all. No doubt about it here. Um, the big one, anyway, uh, I hope I pronounced his name right, Mark Balba, Balbino of uh, Canton, Illinois, caught a uh, four-pound, 14-ounce bass um, that was worth 570 bucks. Not bad at all. So... And then uh, on the uh, co-angler side, anyway, the uh, big bass was four pounds, one ounce. So that's uh, that's not bad. Actually, there were two of them caught. So that's uh, not too shabby at all. So that was, uh, yeah, you know, and, and I guess I was a little surprised that the, the, the totals were uh, uh, considering the conditions anyway. Um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't bad, but yeah, you know, fishing those, uh, fishing those backwaters and Getting that all, uh, getting that all covered. So, congratulations to Cade, great guy. Um, that's his fourth career win as a boater in FLW competition. His second one on the Mississippi. So, way to go. Continues to uh, continues to do well. Let's see here. Uh, shifting to some other gear uh, news, anyway. Uh, not on the water, but in the woods, anyway. Um, Wisconsin Conservation Congress, if you haven't seen this already, they rejected the idea of paying bounties for deer carcasses infected with chronic wasting disease. Uh, the Congress uh, gained support, of course, uh, for the idea through an online survey and at its spring hearings last month. Uh, and the proposal got almost 60% of support um, in both avenues anyway. Um, but however... Uh, Congress Chairman Larry Biondi, or Larry Bondi, I should say, uh, told the state DNR board um, on Wednesday that uh, the Congress's delegates voted against the idea at their convention earlier this month. Uh, he said the Congress seldom goes, and and certainly on an issue, I, you know, maybe some smaller things, but certainly uh, uh, something like this anyway. Um, you know, Bondi says the. Congress seldom goes against the public vote on a question, but uh, delegates are worried about creating a bounty system and the amount of payouts and believe the DNR should continue researching CWD. Uh, the plan called for hunter and landowner payouts ranging from $750 to $1,250 per deer. Uh, no board members offered any comment. And, yeah, I can kind of see where that, uh, where that comes from. That's a lot of money per deer. And interesting to, uh, to see how this one will, uh, will play out, whether or not, uh, I'm guessing it's not going to go anywhere anymore, uh, that the Congress has voted on it, but you never know with, uh, state government, um, what they may or may not do, who knows, but, uh, um, that just see you know, and and I, I get the point of view that you know it's like, okay, so all you're going to do is go out and get some, you know, get deer and yeah, we'll help the situation hopefully, but uh, you know that's a lot of money for uh, for a deer, and I get you know there's an investment to to be made, and but that just seems a, maybe a little high. It seems like a lot of money to me anyway. And I'm sure it probably does to you as well. So so that's, uh, let's see here. Um, 
Any other news? Uh, let's see. Well, no, let's do this. Let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, one last time, and then uh, come back and wrap up WKTY Outdoors for this Saturday. It is eight fifty-two. Uh, we've got some sunshine and sixty-six degrees in Lacrosse, headed for a high of eighty later on. Hopefully, get a chance to get out and enjoy a little outdoor recreating. Anyway. We'll be back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Where are you going? I'm going to Roscoe's. I need new tackle, and he has the best live bait as well. Well, are you going to take me with you? I was hoping so. You know, I'm not a good listener, and Roscoe knows fish. He'll tell us what's biting on what. Aw, so you do listen to me once in a while. I told you, everybody goes to Roscoe's. You know that. The moral of the story is, well, wives are usually right. And Roscoe's live bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's is where everyone goes. People make a little bit of money selling businesses Google AdWords or making a Facebook post or two. A reasonable gig. People have made a respectable living in the radio sales biz. That works too. But come upstairs to where the strategists live. Now, this takes some smarts. This takes some planning. But when you can sit down with a locally owned business in town, take the parts apart, look-see under the hood, and give them the right prescription for what they need... Well, you can live pretty large, but you can't come at this with any preconceived notions. No, see, what we do here is gather a war chest of tools, amazingly strong things that work online, on the radio, and most importantly, works to make a local business a superstar in town. If that kind of thing is in your blood, we'd love to talk to you. This is Midwest Family Lacrosse, and we think you should work with us. Email Teresa at TeresaT at MWFBroadcasting.com. We are an equal opportunity employer. Wisconsin became a state in 1848. Lacrosse became a city in 1856. That's a long time ago. Hey, Dad, how long have you been in business? We've been around a while, but not that long. The funeral home was started in 1948 by Ray Schumacher. Now it's run by your Uncle Steve and I, who took it over from your Grandpa Don. Hi, this is Scott Kish from Schumacher Kish, and times have changed, but one thing that never will, at Schumacher Kish... We'll be there when you need us the most. Hi, I'm Fred, the guy that named my business wrong. I'm Jacob Scott. I'm part of Fred's Break and Alignment on the north side of Lacrosse, now known as Unique Edge Auto Repair. My first meeting with Midwest Family Radio, somehow we came out with, why did I name my business wrong? I actually used to go to, the, to Chuck's presentations and learn more and more about it. I did see Chuck Mepford, and that was sort of the convincing part that, hey, this has a place in my business. Consistency is what pays off, and you learn that through Chuck and, and through working with Midwest. We went from a two-bay shop to, to now eight bays. The marketing has become a very important tool in my business. Our growth could not have happened without it. Unique Edge came about because of the growth of our two companies. Go see Chuck Mefford and allow Midwest Family Broadcasting to help you invest in your business for now and into the future.
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And just uh, have a few minutes uh, left to go in the show for this Saturday. And certainly if you uh, get the opportunity to get outside, and I, I know I have to, I need to do this anyway. Uh, add this to my list, at least refill the feeders anyway. But, um, it, you know, it, it's something I hadn't thought about. Uh, and certainly uh, over the winter here and um, getting everything uh, ready for uh, spring and summer. But uh article I found in the, and, and love bird watching, um, enjoy, uh, enjoy seeing the birds and even the occasional sparrow or red pole or whatever. They're, they're, they're cool birds. Got some cardinals in my neighborhood. But uh, it, it, good art, you know, if, if you like birds, something to keep in mind here. Uh, moldy, and, moldy bird seed and unclean bird feeders can make birds sick. Yeah. Uh, homeowners who enjoy feeding birds can uh, take steps to uh, help birds stay healthy. And uh, this article from the Minnesota DNR, uh, certainly here in the spring and, and as we move into warmer weather, we're going to have that today. Uh, it's common for mold to form on wet bird seed. Got the rain. Uh, yeah, okay. We're, <laughs> we're in the ballpark here. Uh, the mold can cause an avian disease called uh, aspergillosis, um, which affects the bird's respiratory systems. Salmonella is another disease that affects birds and associate, is associated with unclean bird feeders. Uh, both diseases can be fatal to birds. Um, all you need to do, uh, pretty easy actually, to, to clean a feeder, just use uh, a solution of one part bleach to nine parts water and scrub the entire surface. Um, always allow the cleaned feeder to dry out in the sun. You can do that today, no problem, uh, as the sunlight will help kill bacteria on the feeder. Um, hummingbird feeders should be cleaned about uh, every week to 10 days during the summer uh, to keep the sugar water from producing mold. Very easy to do. Um, and then uh, same goes for, uh, and thought about this either, um, urges, you know, the DNR also in, urges bird enthusiasts to rake or sweep up any fallen seeds or seed hulls under the feeder to prevent moldy conditions from occurring on the ground. Uh, seeds left on the ground can attract uh, meadow voles, house mice, and other rodents. Uh Probably not in lacrosse anyway, but, you know, well, maybe raccoons or, I guess, depending on where, deer or heck, even a bear. Had those in the town as well. Um, so just, uh, yeah, just clean them out. If you uh, enjoy bird watching, just something to uh, uh, make it a little nicer for your feathered friends this weekend. So it is uh, 8.59. I've got to wrap the show up for this Saturday. <laughs> Thanks a lot for going to catch his catch can here today. It was uh, a little interesting. Anyhow. We will wrap the show up for this Saturday. Thank you very much for uh, for listening. I certainly ha- hope you have a, a tremendous weekend. Uh, make the most out of it here. Uh, and uh, maybe get out on the water, do a little outdoor recreating regardless, hiking, biking, what have you. Just get outside and enjoy the uh, beautiful weather today and tomorrow. So until next Saturday, I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me. We'll see you next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors.
Western Wisconsin Sports Leader. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. And a 